The mind is a mosaic. We all have parts, personality parts. For example, a part of me right now feels like going in and having a snack, or maybe even a nap, while another part of me wants to keep on getting my job done. Right now, I still feel a little upset over an email that I got, and I really didn't know how to respond to it. One part of me wants to shoot back and really express my defensiveness, while another part of me wants to let it be and shrug it off. Now, most people who know me, they've seen my intense, my sincere, and they've seen my irritable parts. Some have met the little snarling dog that lives inside me. My family also has parts of me that they remember when we go on adventurous vacations and have fun together. That playful, adventurous part of me. When you walk into the office in the morning and you see the storm clouds over your boss's head, <laughs> you know precisely what's coming. That angry part has a characteristic tone of voice, a vocabulary, and a body posture. So different from yesterday when you shared pictures of your kids. Parts are not just feelings, but they are distinct ways of being with their own beliefs, their own agendas, and their own roles in this overall ecology of our lives. How well we get along with ourselves depends largely on our internal leadership skills. How well we listen to our different parts, make sure that they feel taken care of, and keep them from sabotaging one another. Parts often come across as absolutes when in fact they represent only one element in a complex constellation of thoughts, emotions, and sensations. If Margaret shouts, I hate you, in the middle of an argument, Joe probably thinks she despises him, and in that moment, Margaret might agree. But in fact, only a part of her is angry, and that part temporarily obscures her generous and affectionate feelings, which may well return when she sees the devastation on Joe's face. Every major school of psychology recognizes that people have sub-personalities, and gives them different names. In 1890, William James wrote, It must be admitted that the total possible consciousness may be split into parts which coexist, but mutually ignore each other and share the objects of knowledge between them. Carl Jung wrote, the psyche is a self-regulating system that maintains its equilibrium just as the body does. The natural state of the human psyche consists in a jostling together of its components and in their contradictory behavior, and the reconciliation of these opposites is a major problem. Thus, the adversary is none other than the other inside of me. Modern neuroscience has confirmed this notion of the mind as, kind of, as a kind of society. Michael 
Gazinga, who conducted pioneering split-brain research, concluded that the mind is composed of semi-autonomous functioning modules, each of which has a special role. In his book, The Social Brain, he writes, But what of the idea that the self is not a unified being, and there may exist within us several realms of consciousness? From our split-brain studies, the new idea emerges that there are literally several selves, and they do not necessarily converse with each other internally. MIT scientist Marvin Minsky, a pioneer of artificial intelligence, declared, The legend of the single self can only divert us from the target of that inquiry. It makes sense to think there exists inside your brain a society of different minds, like members of a family, the different minds can work together to help each other, each still having their own mental experiences that the other never know about. Therapists who are trained to see people as complex human beings with multiple characteristics and potentialities can help them explore their system of inner parts and take care of the wounded facets of themselves. There are several such treatment approaches including the structural disassociation model developed by therapists who are trained to see people as complex human beings with multiple characteristics and potentialities, can help them explore their system of inner parts and take care of the wounded facets of themselves. Richard Swartz, the developer of internal family systems therapy, it was through his work that Minsky's family metaphor truly came to life and offered a systematic way to work with split-off parts that result from trauma. Not all parts result from trauma necessarily, but most of them do. Remember, trauma is the experience that's too stressful for that particular system. So which trauma for you may not be trauma for me and which trauma for another may not be trauma for us. Certainly, what's trauma for a child is very different than what's trauma for an adult. Internal family systems is the notion that the mind of each of us is like a family in which the members have different levels of maturity, excitability, wisdom, and pain. The parts form a network or system in which change in any one part will affect the others. This model helps me realize that disassociation occurs on a continuum. In trauma, the self-system breaks down and parts of the self become polarized and go to war with one another. Self-loathing coexists and fights with grandiosity, loving care with hatred, numbing and passivity with rage and aggression. These extreme parts bear the burden of the trauma. In the internal family system, a part is considered not just a passing emotional state or customary thought pattern, but a distinct mental system with its own history, abilities, needs, and worldview. Each split-off part holds different memories, beliefs, and physical sensations. Some hold the shame, others the rage, some the pleasure and excitement, another the intense loneliness or the abject compliance. 
The critical insight is that all these parts have a function, and usually the function is to protect the self from feeling whatever seems like terror, annihilation, or trauma. Sometimes our clients might dislike some of the parts that they have, the angry parts, destructive or critical parts. But the internal family system offers a framework for understanding them and also, very importantly, talking about them without being destructive about them. Recognizing that each part is simply stuck with its own burdens from the past and respecting its function in the overall system and that makes it less threatening or overwhelming. Richard Schwartz says, if one accepts the basic idea that people have an innate drive toward nurturing their own health, this implies that when people have chronic problems, something gets in the way of accessing inner resources. Recognizing this, the role of practitioners is to collaborate rather than to teach, confront, or fill holes in the psyche. The first step in this collaboration is to assure the internal system that all parts are welcome and that all of them, even those that might seem destructive or bad, were formed in an attempt to protect the self-system, no matter how much they seem to threaten it now. In using the internal family systems here at the Stages of Love, we recognize that the cultivation of mindful self-leadership, that is true self-leadership, is the foundation for healing from trauma. Mindfulness not only makes it possible to survey our internal landscape with compassion and curiosity, but also actively steers us in the right direction for self-care. All systems, family organizations, or nations can operate effectively only if they have clearly defined and competent leadership. The internal family is no different. All facets of ourselves need to be attended to. The internal leader must wisely distribute the available resources and supply a vision for the whole that takes all the parts into account. The internal leader must wisely distribute the available resources and supply a vision for the whole that takes all the parts into account. When the true self is not in charge, that is, we have a dominant part. Like right now, I have a client and the dominant part is the workaholic. And that workaholic part we've determined was put in place to protect her. It protected her from shame. It protected her from being made fun of. It gave her a place that seemed uh, she could prevail. And she is. She's the head honcho of a major, major company. So when we're blended, this condition is when the self identifies with a part instead of it being a part. See, you know, in an extreme, it might be, I want to kill myself or I hate you. Well, that's different from a part of me wishes I were dead or a part of me gets triggered when you do that. It makes me want to kill you. The task of the practitioner is to help our clients separate this blend into separate entities so that they are able to say, this part of me is like a little child. 
and that part of me is more mature, but feels like a victim. They start to separate the parts. They might not like many of these parts, but identifying them makes them less intimidating and overwhelming. The next step is to encourage our clients to simply ask each part as it emerges to stand back temporarily so that we can see what it is they're protecting, what it is their job is. When that's done again and again, these parts begin to unblend from the true self and make space for mindfulness, make space for self-observation. Clients learn to put their upsets, their rage, their disgust, their fear on hold and to open up into states of curiosity and self-reflection. This is extremely valuable for couples. If you have one who's always enraged, upset, or jealous, parts work is a great way to help them to get back to their true self-leadership. We'll work more on this together as you go through your training. One thing I want to point out is that in the internal family system, there are many divisions of the parts. Some parts are referred to as protectors, some are firefighters, some are managers. In our work, we don't use those distinctions. If someone occurs for you like they need a deeper, deeper look at their parts, they really should go to a therapist. We stay at top level, just enough so that people can get themselves back and that we can solidify the partnership between two partners. That's generally our intention. Okay, thank you for listening. We'll talk on this more.